Wife Swap was a smash hit TV show airing from 2004 to 2010, which paired two families with opposing views. But who would have thought one overly strict family story would end in murder? That's today on Death in Entertainment. Live from Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that has stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. Ah! What do you call this thing anyway? Death in entertainment. Oh, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, baby. Greetings. Everybody, welcome to episode 26 of Death and Entertainment. It's already 26. Jesus Christ. I know. It's mm. getting so old. I know. <laughs> My name is Kyle Plouffe. <laughs> My name is Mark Mulcairn. And I'm Alejandro Dowling. And today we are actually doing a first-of-its-kind episode because I don't believe until this point we've really covered anything that had to do with reality TV. No, not I that, I, not that I know. No. Yeah. If you're you know, in your late 20s, early 30s, you probably remember a show called Wife Swap. Uh, where they would take two families. <laughs> but anyone else, tune out right now because this podcast is not for you. <laughs> uh, they would take these two families that had complete opposite views and swap the moms out. And then the mom would be able to run the new family. Mm. And it would last for two weeks and all hell would break loose. And it just so turns out there was uh, a murder <laughs> of a family that was on the show. A murder? Yes. Oh, my so, God. This is going to be a doozy, you guys. <laughs> that whole premise of that show made me uncomfortable because I remember who was on. And it was just weird people, you know, with each other's wives. I'm like, this yeah. seems like some weird, like, I don't know, old old world, like, you know, medieval, like, weird thing that happened. Yeah, here. they would be like, you know, we got the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan here. And <laughs> yeah. uh, entering his house is a black woman. <laughs> what? Hong, Hong, Hong. The soup used to play a lot of their clips. Wow. Because there was this woman that went viral at the time because she was like pissed off that the family wasn't Christian. Yeah. So the viral clip was her screaming, She's not a Christian! (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of what we're dealing with today. Wait, so were they Jewish or something? Or God no. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All I remember is they played that clip on the soup every week for a while. These are the Joel McHale years. Yeah, the the Joel McHale. These are the 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 Greatest, I think, host they had, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm a John Henson guy. You're a Henson guy. Yeah. Okay, Skunk boy. Yep. <laughs> the clips were stronger with Joel McHale, I think. But I really like John Henson as well because yeah. that's what I grew up with. Right. I like the ongoing jokes where he would just say, it's Miley. You know, they, he'd have clips he played all the time. Oh, yeah. That were like super funny and stuff. Yeah. So good. Yeah. But this episode, you guys, is taking us all the way back to June 15th, 2017. Okay, uh, the the top five music tracks during this time were number five was "Humble" by Kendrick Lamar. Oh wow, Kendrick Lamar. That was 2017. Wow. Yeah, that seems like so much closer. Big we're track. Getting Huge. older. Yeah, is that a big track? I, I yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm realizing more. I bitch about the top five every week we do a <laughs> podcast here, but, but I'm realizing I don't like music in the top five, and I kind of never have. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know why I complain that much. Anyway, <laughs> here's number four is Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. I'm in love with the shape of you. That's not a bad song. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Especially when I sing it. 
<laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Ed Sheeran was in the room for a second. <laughs> like uh, my uh, Cardi B. Yeah. Yeah. Last episode. <laughs> yeah, it's uncanny. Um, I'm the One by DJ Khalid featuring Justin Bieber, Quavo, Jansa Rapper, and Lil Wayne. It's a fun one. Boy, it's like, who's who? Yeah, what a who party. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's What I Like by Bruno Mars. Okay. Sure. Um, that's and, What I Like. And then he did the uh, Super Bowl. Like. Which yeah. is the most underwhelming halftime jobs in a long time. Yeah, I wasn't a huge. It was a right. yeah, yeah, but the Patriots won. It was no Snoop Dogg. No Snoop Dogg. No. Yeah, there were there were some decent points there. Um, <laughs> number one, Despacito by mm. Luis Fonzo and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. Jeez, can we get away from Justin Bieber? Here? No, not in 2017. Yeah, <laughs> he's all over the place. <laughs> that was the biggest song of the year yeah, by far. I think it's one of the biggest songs of all time yeah. financially. It's like one of those, like that and the uh, Gangman style are like the biggest YouTube oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plays ever. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Gangman style. Gangman style. Despacito is a little less annoying, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of a song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh movies. We have number 3, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. Captain Underpants. What is that? That what was you, like a children's book. What I are you ta- what are you reading this off of? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could tell you more. It's like about Nickelodeon this movie. top five Nickelodeon movies. Two overly imaginative pranksters named George and Harold hypnotize their principal into thinking he's a ridiculously enthusiastic, incredibly dim-witted superhero named Captain Underpants. What? Wow. I guess you two did not see this. I think movie. I was in a coma that There's way. There's so many great movies and TV shows that aren't made, and then shit like that, you just read and go, what? And yeah. number on? three. Yeah. And that's the pitch they go to the studio with. Yeah. Well, do we got the movie for you, uh, Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Underpants. Made 12 million big ones. Wait, in, in, that in the f- first weekend? That, not even the first weekend. First day? No, th- this is it's already been released at this point. It grossed seventy three million. Oh wow! Total Captain Underpants. Wow, <laughs> go check it out, folks. I-, I assume it's a kids' movie. Yeah, yeah, it sounds uh, I would it. hope. Yeah, I would hope so. Number two, The Mummy, not to be confused with The Mummy or The Mummy. Oh, this is the Rock one, right? <laughs> yeah. No, this is Tom Cruise tried to reboot it. Yeah, and it got like 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it was a huge financial disappointment. I hated the 90s one with with, uh, Brendan Fraser. That one was serviceable. Yeah, Yeah. I saw the first one in the theater. You know, I was a teenager. It did the job. Yeah. This one, though, nobody liked. No, and it totally scrapped their plans of creating the um the new monsters of Universal like universe. Yeah, because they were going to do the Wolfman and the creature from the Black Lagoon and like bring back all these classic characters. And the Mummy came out, and they were like, ah, for- forget yeah, it. That would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been great <laughs> if they could actually do it. They just started with the wrong one. Yeah, this is some deep in the weeds Mummy geek shit. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, love it. Nobody wanted to mix Tom Cruise with the Mummy. Nope. The people have spoken. Number one. A superhero, not Marvel, and not a man. He, I, Alejandro likes to really draw. Him Wonder up, Woman. Keep us guessing. There you go. Yes. Wonder Woman. Yeah. What was the guy? Gal Gadot. 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 Gal Gadot sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard she was really bad in that River movie. That's the reason why I'm saying that. What River movie? Uh, there's like a Who Done It. A uh, River Runs Through. Oh, it. Nile in the River. Nile, no, Death uh, on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Yeah. The Army Hammer. Oh yeah, exactly. vehicle. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have talked about this. And Gal Gadot is famous for the Imagine video she did for everybody during oh, the That was her idea. That was so bad. Yeah, yeah that was the that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in Imagine my life. Imagine there's no heaven. Oh my god. Everybody is just depressed that first week watching this. Yeah. yeah. And these people are in their palatial mansions like you guys should be okay. Yeah. Donate it's be money. Okay. Yeah. You need to donate money <laughs> to the Gal Gadot fund. Yeah. Because yeah. she's not going to get the whole uh, Wonder Woman deal this yeah. time because of COVID. They're asking poor people to cash app Gal Gadot, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to make up for the foreign grosses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My next three horrible movies are going to bomb. Yeah. So I need some cash. <laughs> quick. <laughs> quick. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it. That's the world in entertainment at the time yeah. of this uh, horrific thing. But we're going even further back in time. Further back. So we could talk about Wife Swap a little bit. Because mm. um, there was a lot I learned about Wife Swap. I didn't realize it was, a, it was a British TV show that was like exploded in England in 2003. And then um, Walt Disney and ABC started rubbing their hands together being like, I think we got some money here. Mm. They started their own version in 2004. And like I said, the title of the show really gives it away. They You pretty much swap each other's moms out in different families. But like I said, it's always the most ridiculous polar opposite family you could think of to maximize the drama. When you said... Uh Walt Disney was uh, rubbing his hand together, greedy. Like I thought they like they uh, they thought him out, and then he, <laughs> they pitched him this idea, and then he was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Then they refroze him. <laughs> they, they did actually. They do that every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> they got something really juicy. Yeah, they let him out. <laughs> or it was one of his last great ideas yeah. before he croaked. <laughs> it was the last note he had in his pocket when they put him in the casket. I want a different wife. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I think he means a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> Where the, the wife swap places. <laughs> he needs to buy a network first, though. Yeah. <laughs> this show had such a knack for finding the most mentally unfit people in the country. Well, that, it's like Don Phil Donahue. You know, that's what they did. Or Jerry Springer. Yeah. You know, that's what they got to do. Geraldo. Yeah, <laughs> he got hit in the face with uh, with a chair by a, a neo-Nazi guy. Remember that was way back in the day. Sometimes you got to hit Geraldo in the face with a chair. Yeah, or Geraldo. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were joking. No. Yeah, it's Geraldo. Yeah, I don't know. You thought it was Geraldo? I don't know. My nanny used to say Geraldo all the time. <laughs> Wait, why is she saying Geraldo so much? I don't know. Okay. Maybe she was talking she about him. Greg, um, Greg Geraldo. Yeah, she was a big Greg Geraldo yeah. guy. <laughs> she, loved, she loved the 90s roast on Comedy Central. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll talk about some of the controversy. Con- controversies? Controversies that the cast of Wife Swap has gotten into over the years. Ooh. Um, this is one you guys will definitely remember. In October 2008, uh, the viewers of Wife Swap, we got to meet Richard Heen, who had a bunch of wacky theories about gravity, magnetism, and weather, uh, so much so that he would chase storms hitting near his home in Colorado. This required his children sleep in their clothes so they could be ready at a moment's notice for such an educational experience. Wait, what? <laughs> I, you know, what? I was listening, but then I lost it. 
<laughs> he was a wacky storm chaser that made his kids sleep in their clothes so that if to a storm ready. hit, they get in the truck with him and they go chase a storm. But oh, is, my God. Is it conspiracy theory that there's a greater power controlling the weather? Is that part of his thing? Or is he just think that he's like a doomsday guy? He thinks anything's coming at any moment. Yeah, he's just a total wacko, okay. like a fringe scientist. I'm putting scientists in the air, air quotes. Colorado's got some crazy people. That not enough people know that. Yeah, some people are like actual scientists, right? Or, or, yeah, or like legitimate people that have grants and stuff. This guy's got nothing. There's a little bit more to this guy's. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, the Heens proved so popular with viewers that in early 2009 they were invited back on Wife Swap for a second time. Mm. Um, so after that. <laughs> they became newsworthy. CNN actually broke away from a President Obama town hall to cover a developing story about a helium balloon that had broken free of constraints and was wildly flying over Colorado. I remember this. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that their little kid was trapped inside. Yes. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's them. Yes. Okay. This is the saga of the balloon boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Not to be confused with Bubble Boy. Yeah. That was huge. Yeah. It was a huge story. Yeah. And then by the time I heard about it, they had found the boy in a closet or something. Uh, we got Was a couple just clips a to go over. Publicity thing? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's see this. <laughs> I'm going to ask all three of you to hang this on. This is Obama in his town hall. She's like, we got to hang on. Incredible breaking news story that we're following right now, and this is coming to us out of Colorado. <laughs> Footage right of a fucking balloon. Is an experimental aircraft that inside of which is a six-year-old boy <laughs> who <laughs> got into that aircraft not that long ago and accidentally. This thing is. Flying, yeah. It's hard to believe, this is MSNBC. Like they, yeah. they consider themselves a legitimate uh, news source. Yeah, well, and they love Obama, uh, so to cut away from, from Obama, yeah. I know that's huge. They, something really big has to happen. Big, big. Story. Yeah, like, like a six-year-old has to be in a balloon. <laughs> or <something>. a balloon. <laughs> I want to know who made that call. Like whose judgment call that was at MSNBC? Yeah, we, we're cutting in. Cut the president. <laughs> we're cutting in. <laughs> we got a kid in a balloon in Colorado. <laughs> we got a balloon boy. It's a version of the girl that fell down the well. Yeah. Yeah, but that... Yeah, I think it is kind of like Which that. actually happened, but these were Baby Jessica sociopaths that were chasing fame. In this yeah. this clip, we just listened to 50 seconds of it. It covers 90 minutes straight <laughs> about the balloon boy as it's oh happening. There's a helicopter following it. There are scientists that they cut to where they're like, well, the amount of his oxygen, we're not sure if he has uh, any oxygen apparatuses with him, uh, but he's going to run out relatively quickly, so we're going to have to get there. There are fucking wet meteorologists that come in start talking about the wind pattern about where he might end up <laughs> the weather that he could survive and all this stuff like oxygen professionals they just yes. find all these idiots out of, out of the woodwork and all of a sudden they're an oxygen professional or something yeah, <laughs> yeah right here. they got this but you know you're you're at a point in the day where the sun still strong enough this time of the year can mix the air up to a level where you can get what we call eddies you know or, or mixing of the air so that could certainly oh, be eddies, a okay. possibility winds can be stronger in those eddies they can calm yeah, those for a darn moment. eddies but, yeah, you know, yeah. that's it, a real again, thing what you're saying what you know the vinnies are right bad now. too yeah the eddies the vinnies the, 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 the tonies the joey the screwdriver the speedy appears to be moving along uh, he's up there certainly in some sustained winds at least at 30 miles an hour this guy doesn't I even seem too worried about the kid. No, yeah, not at all. Very casual. 
casually just talking about these eddies or whatever things he's making up as he goes. Yeah. <laughs> so so they, that, they were on wife swap previous to this. Yes. Okay. Twice. So twice. Is, this, was, is this what kind of got them their fame? Uh, yes. The, the balloon boy thing. Yeah. Okay. This was right after their second time on uh, wife swap. So, so did the, he got did, a little taste of the limelight and didn't want to let it go. Okay. That's this whole thing is baffling to me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the National Guard intervened. The Denver airport was actually closed down so that they could free up the airspace to send help and get this kid out of the balloon. Well, that Denver airport, there's a lot going on there, too. That's yeah. a separate podcast. That, that's a whole <laughs> podcast series. I'll let, it, I'll let it go for now. Why, what's at the Denver airport? There's conspiracy theories about uh, the underground tunnels at the Denver airport and all like way more things. concrete than than should have been actually poured for something oh. that size. Uh, and they think there's like an underground layer the American government has in which they're torturing people. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you two threw that out like oh, it's common knowledge. Well, I thought it was. It's yeah, that's just a that's a, for conspiracy. I guess I'm a conspiracy guy, so yeah. I kind of know about it. But yeah. uh, the original like NBC MSNBC report was that they got the kid out of the balloon, they delivered him back to his his home. Turns out that the police and the National Guard were like the kid was never in there, and so they went back to his house and they found them hiding the kid in the attic. Oh my god! Mm. Of course. <laughs> I actually have a clip that they filmed themselves um, letting the balloon go. It's so good. Oh, beforehand? Yes. They gave themselves evidence. Like they didn't <laughs> think the boy was in there for one second. No, they knew. Yeah, they yeah, this is the orchestrated it. One of the kids is there. I'm guessing that's either the kid or the person filming is the kid. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. So maybe they were filming, hopefully, to, to get footage to send that they could bullshit, you know, yes. the show. Then And they let it go. But then... Are you <laughs> the dad's just kicking, protecting, <laughs> pretending that he he left his kid in the thing, yeah. and it's the kid's fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, the kid's allegedly like hundred feet in the air. Yeah, well, that was the story that he told was that um, this balloon was somehow connected to their house, and he got in there and th then took off with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow this is like a desperate family that no one wants to work in the house clearly the dad does not no. like a, a job <laughs> no <laughs> to go to those lengths yeah it's like kryptonite to him to get a legitimate <laughs> job he'd rather 
put together this whole dog and pony show. And yeah. the reactions to cut away from Obama, and there were a lot of pundits talking so about it. Funny. It reminds me of when the Jussie Smollett thing. Yeah. yeah. Before that was proven to be a hoax. Oh my God, everybody was out there talking yeah. about it. And then you find out it's a hoax, and it's like, okay, never mind. They're like interviewing yeah. people at Subway, like, did you see him get the sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nobody steps in a Subway at 3 a.m. Yeah. In the middle of the winter. I think Dave Chappelle even said that, yeah. <laughs> so they actually, uh, a decade later, well, to sum up this uh, this actual case, they were arrested, and they um, both served jail time. They both went to prison. I think uh, the dad went for 30 days and the mom went for 10 or 20. Oh, um, wow. But from Vulture.com, December 24th, 2020, they actually um, <laughs> got a pardon by Colorado Governor Jared Polis. Uh, in the case of Richard and Mayumi Heen, the balloon boy parents, <laughs> we are all ready to move past the spectacle from a decade ago that wasted the precious time and resources of law enforcement officials and the general public. Wait, in the mm. in the pardon, in the actual letter, did he reference them as the balloon boy parents? Yes. Oh, oh my yes. God. <laughs> 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 he well, must not have much else going on. That's at this point. Yeah. It says, as the nation looked on in horror on October 15th, 2009, police scrambled to retrieve a giant homemade helium-filled balloon that escaped over Fort Collins, Colorado, um, which the Heens claimed contained their six-year-old son, Falcon. That, oh, was, they the, named that was the boy's name. Falcon? Yeah. yeah. So Falcons they, fly, baby. They made a lot of mistakes and weird, <laughs> weird decisions here, not just the balloon thing. The child was later found to be hiding in the family's home, uh, having never been inside the balloon to begin with. They were later hiding. Yeah. They were charged in the incident, which authorities assert was a hoax to draw attention to the family in the pursuit of a reality TV show. Richard pled guilty to a felony count of attempting to influence a public servant. Um, while Mayumi pled to a misdemeanor charge. The couple say that they were pressured into pleading guilty, uh, acting out of fear because Mayumi is a Japanese citizen and they were scared she would be deported. (laughs) <laughs> these people are insane and why is this Mayumi going along for this ride here <laughs> I feel like it's Richard putting together a lot of this stuff and yeah like in that cheese rubber stamping in like you gotta yeah speak up yeah <laughs> there's a lot of things wrong with that picture first of all to still pretend that it wasn't on purpose yeah that's Jussie Smollett style yeah lunacy and then second of all okay let's say it really did happen on what planet would a producer then be like, oh, cool, you two are shitty parents who let your kid fly in a balloon and almost yeah. die. We're going to get you a show now. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, well, that second part, that you got to understand, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Normal things that, that adults should be doing to, to, are way off the table here. Yeah. Um, this guy named his kid Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even a Marvel fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Richard served 90 days in jail. Mayumi served 20, and the family pay- paid 36000 restitution. 36000 Where the hell did yeah. he get this money? <sighs> wife swap. Yeah, oh, wife swap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they had sought the pardon, and this is the motivation of it, to remove Richard's felony conviction from his record as it prevented his ability to obtain a general contractor's license in their current state of Florida. Mm. So they took their crazy asses to the, the worst state in the country. Well, where they, <laughs> they went home, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, th- I think this is the big one. Uh, Richard Heen also told the Times he planned to apply to appear on the entrepreneurial reality show Shark Tank. 
Ugh. Oh yeah, he belongs on there. They get some <laughs> nuts in there with some very bad ideas. <laughs> um, you have no business plan. You have nothing. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> and who would hire this guy as a contractor? Right. I wouldn't want him anywhere near my house. Well, you don't. Yeah, it's very murky with the licensing down in Florida. You can get away with some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an, an alligator will eat him someday or yeah. something. <laughs> um, Alicia Guastafaro um, was also somebody who was a very troubled person on the show. She was a spoiled pageant girl who ended up suing ABC and Disney for $100 million <laughs> after, quote, the show made her look bad. I love wild people like this. Yeah. Yeah. They'll sue everyone. Yeah. Just uh, to get 10000 Yeah. 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 They'll, they'll <laughs> negotiate out of court. Yeah. For, 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 for 20 bucks. It's <laughs> funny you say that. She said that they completely manufactured the show and told her to act the way she did, um, which I actually believe because. Yeah. They, they're coached. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and storylines are created. Yeah. Yeah. And they're fed alcohol, which they should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. <laughs> But she was like, they made me look so bad. And then her life got way worse. So the $100 million lawsuit was settled out of court with no details disclosed whatsoever. So I'm thinking like it can't be that much money because she turned to stripping Mm. and was arrested for prostitution and drug possession after getting caught being paid for sex by a local attorney. <laughs> wow. Jeez. That's a lot of stuff in there. She, yeah. she, she kept busy. Yeah, she that. did. Yeah. But she was always a whore. Whoa! <laughs> no, I mean, you might have a hundred million dollar lawsuit worker, yeah. on your hands there, pal. <laughs> I mean, I know she's very litigious. Yeah. She might be coming after you, Alondra. <laughs> I meant an attention whore. Hello, hello. Going on TV. That's okay. what I meant. There we go. There we go. Her father, Ralph Guastafaro, was sentenced to two years in prison <laughs> for laundering one point two million dollars for a Canadian. Telemarketing scheme. I hate when that happens. (laughs) Through two business checking accounts that that he opened. That name is just awesome. Say it one more time. Guastafero. No, the full name. Ralph (laughs) Guastafero. Those wacky Guastaferos. That sounds like a fake ID you'd have when you were like 15 that like never worked anywhere. (laughs) So you're Ralph Guastafero? Yep. 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 (laughs) Says here you're 390 pounds. I'm his brother Frankie Guastafero. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Where Guastaferi is. (laughs) We will for me. Mr. Guastafero. Fuck, I get it. Guastafero. Mr. Guastafero. <laughs> Mr. Bob Guastafero. <laughs> Mr. Guastafero. Mr. Bob Guastafero. <laughs> we haven't done our Dabalina in a while. Well, I wanted you know? to mention it because Kyle, I went to his stand up show in Hollywood uh, the other night uh-huh. and he came up to the song. They brought me Mr. up. Mr. Dabalina. Mm. And he didn't even notice it. I didn't notice it. I didn't I request it. It was nothing. coincidence? Yes. Oh, wow. Kyle was blacked out or something. Yeah. Do we have the song to play since we're ready? <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it after this. Okay. Uh, she has since won a case against Guastafari. Guastafaro. Yeah. Uh, she has since won a case against the local strip club for $10,000. Finally. After claiming to be denied overtime by the strip club's owners. <laughs> That's a ballsy thing to sue for, but I guess she won. Finally, she won. She was on a cold streak there yeah. for a while. <laughs> Um, the next person who was in here uh, was on the celebrity version of Wife Swap, Plexico Burris, who was a former NFL wide receiver for the New York Giants. Um, he entered a club with a loaded handgun with no safety, tucked into a pair of sweatpants yep. while entering a New York City nightclub and shot himself in the leg. Whoops. Mm. He was sentenced to 20 months in prison <laughs> at Rikers Island. <laughs> wow. 
Another person from Celebrity Wife Swap was Jerry. Wait, what? Do they just get ex-cons? Yes. Is that, is that what it's all about? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was on before. Oh, before he, the the incident with the uh, yeah. gun and the sweatpants. Jeremy London from Party of Five, ah! Seventh Heaven, and Mallrats, <laughs> who was also on Celebrity Wife Swap, got out of rehab and soon, soon after claimed to be changing his tire on the side of the road in Palm Springs, California, when a good Samaritan came to his aid. He then said the Good Samaritan pulled a gun on him, forced him into his own car, and drove him around for hours, forcing him to smoke crack and buy alcohol in, quote, gang activity dense areas of town. <laughs> what the fuck? And I so, like how we still call him a Good Samaritan. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, ruined his relationships with his actual family you know all of his industry contacts and stuff well, nobody wants to be around he has a, he has a brother him. that's also an actor uh Jason London and Jeremy London they're both yeah. they're, they're twins i think yeah yeah they're twins and so Jeremy gets out of rehab and then this happens and everyone's like you're full of shit <laughs> yeah. you're completely full of shit but on March 3rd 2011 Brandon Ray Adams who was 27 pled guilty in a Palm Springs court felony false imprisonment and misdemeanor charge of unlawfully taking <laughs> the actor's rented Ford Focus so this really happened. Was he asking him to do party of five lines on yeah. crack? <laughs> or mall rad lines? Yeah. Adams, uh, who has been in jail since his arrest last June, was paroled as a result of a plea deal. He said, I knew all along I was telling the truth, and so did the police. Um, he claims he still hasn't heard from his mother, his brother, since the incident. Oh, really? So like his own family doesn't talk to him because they didn't believe him. That's crazy. So yeah. they never reached out after that. Hmm. No. Um, Jeffrey Bedford was on Wife Swap, and <laughs> he ended up not paying attention to the contractual language of the wife, wife Swap contract. Okay. His wife, Melissa, flew off to her new home for two weeks, and her replacement arrived, which was a gay man, because they had swapped with a, a gay couple. Okay. <laughs> and, and this guy lost his mind. Um, he said, quote, it was our worst nightmare. Um, almost immediately, Jeffrey tried to pull out of wife swap with producers allegedly threatening to sue him if he did, along with not telling him where his wife had gone. What? Yeah. He didn't sleep for three days, Melissa revealed. Uh, Jeffrey was reportedly so traumatized by the idea of even temporarily living with another man for the sake of reality television that he needed medical attention. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeffrey then filed a $10.2 million federal lawsuit against ABC the parent company Disney and the production company RDF Media citing luck. emotional stress that led to physical and mental harm. And there are no reports of a settlement anywhere to be found. Wait, so it's still pending? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. So is he that homophobic that he just couldn't like even in a reality show setting, it's like, what do you think's gonna happen? It's not like you're in prison or something. Right. Yeah, you don't have to sleep with them. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, or sleep head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> and already, if you're signing up for a reality show, you're not normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, clearly, they're not picking the most normal people out there they yeah. can find. I wonder how many shows have like this track record of just lunatics. I mean, there's got to be a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's got murderers roads, insane <laughs> people. <laughs> well, if they turned down Joe Exotic back in the day. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, a lot of crazy people, and that brings us to uh, today's case, which is the Stockdale family murder. Um, they were. <laughs> it sounds way worse than it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Stockdales 
they were a super religious family, just like over the top. That's always healthy. Tim Stockdale and Catherine Stockdale had sons Charles, James, Jacob, and Jingleheimer Smith. <laughs> no! Kidding. Uh, the last one's Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, yeah, I believe anything. <laughs> yeah, the, me. the names are really <laughs> off the charts here. They formed a family bluegrass band. All right. They were like a Mumford and Sons, but for the family. <laughs> yeah, but for real sons. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, uh, Catherine, the mom, actually managed and booked the shows for them. They were extremely religious and sheltered, like I said. they had to. The kids had to perform 20 chores before they could choose to either listen to one radio program or chew one piece of gum. Oh, like God. the simple pleasures we take in life that yeah. you should just be able to do. They had to work and gain 20 coins. So they would have to do 20 things before they were able to do it. And they were doing like hard work, like farming, hard, like deep cleaning inside and outside. They would have to like clean the concrete porch yeah, and stuff like that. Away. <laughs> I, I, always, I always wonder if I would have been better off if I actually had this level of, you know, shit going on in my house. My, <laughs> my dad actually made me do anything. <laughs> and that was so they could chew gum. They'd have to work that hard. Yeah. She, um, the mother had a pre-approved list of things that they could do mm. in the week. And it was like chew gum, um, listen to one radio program for like 30 minutes. Um it was all like real, real basic stuff, like read a book or something. Like read they were, a book. Don't you want your kids to be bookworms? Yeah. Well, they were homeschooled and like completely shut off. None of them uh, had yeah, any friends. Burn books here. Yeah. It um, sounds like Matilda. Yeah. They said that they wanted to censor everything that their sons could get a hold of because they wanted to be able to secure their future and build their values. Mm. When in reality, it's just like complete control of control, this person. Yeah. Yeah. The oldest son at the time was 19 and he hadn't like he wasn't allowed to talk to girls, not allowed to date them. They kept saying, yeah, he'll get them pregnant. And like, that's what it's like, bitch, you have four kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you worried about? Where do you get off? Yeah. And your wife. They're <laughs> following the same playbook that Ed Gein followed. Yeah, exactly. Look how he turned out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so it does usually turn to insane people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I take everything I said back. <laughs> and the Tonkovics were the people that they were matched what? up with. Yeah. Um they're actually awesome. Like the mom is cool as hell. Uh her kids eh not so great cuz they were just obviously the the exact opposite. They were allowed to do whatever they wanted. They were super spoiled. Yeah. Um they talked back. Uh they definitely talked back. If they didn't have money, they they weren't allowed to. I mean, it's not that they weren't allowed to have jobs; they weren't required to have jobs, so none of them worked. Yeah, um, they would wake up at one p.m. like <laughs> every weekend. Well, actually, I think one of them was out of high school at the time, so he was just waking up at one or two every day. And when they had the new wow. mom come in, he's like, "I have to wake up at eight to eat." And they're like, "Yeah, it's called breakfast." <laughs> 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 this one family, though, the son is just the epitome of be such a loser. He's a rapper called Tvic, and he's awful. I'm gonna play the intro of the episode so we can get a a glimpse. He got into his music lives. into it into the episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And when we play it, you'll see how bad it's it is. It's probably why the family did the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to promote him. Each week from across America, two families. <laughs> I thought that, are was, that was the music. <laughs> this week, the Stockdales from Ohio. Kathy is manager of the Wholesome Family Bluegrass Band. 
this deeply moral, hardworking family moved to the country to isolate and protect the boys from bad influences. Dating is banned, and their eldest 19-year-old has never romantically kissed a girl. <laughs> Imagine evolved. having some announcer say that about you. Yeah. Pursuit of stardom. She doesn't mind that when he isn't partying and rapping rude lyrics, he's slacking around the house with his live-in girlfriend. Each wife is about to get a new husband, new children, and a new life. Don't forget to feed the kids! What? <laughs> Don't forget to feed the kids! Oh my god. That is such a frantic, insane way to scream, to scream of a person. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a lunatic. Yeah, they eat junk food, um, all these things that are super offensive to this woman. <laughs> Why are they signing up for a reality show if they're that strict? I know. That's the thing, too. It's like, are they putting it on how crazy that they actually make things for their kids? I honestly don't think that they're putting it on. It's true, but then don't sign up for a reality show. Right. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to be shocked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, these people need money desperately, but why do they need money that that bad? Because what, I thought, the kids? No, no, the family. Like oh. I thought they were like living in like the wilderness and growing all their food and stuff. Yeah, they were doing you know everything on their own. Um, the band was actually doing really well. Like they were going and doing like a lot of paid gigs. They would do a lot of like regional competitions and win them all the time. Yeah. Um. So they were actually like touring, and yeah, I don't know why they were so pent up about i don't think it was had to do anything with money i think it just had to do with control oh yeah roses are red and baby violets are blue you could be my cinderella i'm gonna bring you a show two years ago oh my god roses are red violets are blue you could be my cinderella i'll bring you a shoe that's the worst pop i've ever heard in my life and you're trying to tell you my rap name is t-vic Seventh grade, I won an award for most likely to become a rapper. So, <laughs> who are you up against? Yeah, <laughs> a rapper. What you know about it, homie? Nothing. You getting cooked like a in the oven. There's no such thing. <laughs> wow. Why would I want to censor my kids to? The <laughs> He's not exactly Lil Peep. No, he is uh, not going to blow up on uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, his latest song came out in 2014, and there hasn't been anything since. Oh, really? And that was still way. Did longer you check his SoundCloud? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad, man. Really? It is bad. But at least, like, I don't know. I don't know what's worse: being completely sheltered and shut down. Those kids were like being trained to be actual musicians, and they were all really good at what they did, or just being like some spoiled kid that thinks Off he's dope own. as yeah. rap. <laughs> Inspired by, by by nothing, by like bad things. By literally nothing. By getting a superlative in seventh grade saying most likely to become a rapper. <laughs> Against in the most white bread school, like yeah. no other rap competition in the town. Yeah, Illinois suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they have like a whole concert that <laughs> the family went to, and they're all like, "Yeah, it's all a bunch of white people raising the roof and shit." It's just his family. <laughs> that's the only audience there. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it's and the uh, other rappers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Stockdales are devoutly religious. Praise the Lord for He is Amen. And have banned TV and video games, believing it's their moral responsibility to censor all that their kids watch and listen to. 
I'll take a tall glass of water, please. I don't think my parents would allow me to listen to pop. We do not allow any cussing. Aw, oh, rats. I think that dating has a physical dangers. No like pregnancy. For that it's good. not worth it. I can say not. rats. There's yeah. better ways to find out about girls than dating. I what? Pregnancy. It's not worth it. Well, like, right. like porn? There's that makes sense, There's better ways yeah. to find out about girls than dating. It's so crazy just hearing the shit that gets implanted in kids' heads. Like, he would never think that on his own. No. There's no better way. There are better ways to learn about girls than dating. How else are they supposed to know about anything else in the world? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're just totally sheltered by everything. Yeah. Does he say the better ways? I'm curious. No, because no. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not true. It's yeah. just repeating what his dumb mom. Do you want to expand on that point, son? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but. Uh... Oh wait a second. <laughs> People like that either think that them having their own kids ruined their life, so they don't want you to make the same mistake they did. Or she just wasn't ready to be a grandparent yet or something. Good old fashioned control. Or the parents in like the 60s or 70s were like huge like meth heads and like, you know, yeah. he was the pimp or something. And like <laughs> maybe they, they decided to turn a whole new leaf or their parents trained them to be like that. that and like the cycle continues. That's a really reformed life. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see meth head in yeah. the past. But... Give me my money, bitch. Catch to the early 80s. Yeah. Let's start a family bluegrass they band. They listen to Harry Nielsen and doing <laughs> meth in like a, uh, a old Mustang or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said they lived in the city. I don't know if it was actually Chicago or some other city around Illinois, but um, in the show, he goes, the day we moved out, we heard shots in our neighborhood and we knew we made the right decision. Okay. To go live in the podunk country. Yeah. And where are they at? Um, rural Ohio. Mm. That looks yeah. very rural there. Yeah. They said they wanted to be completely isolated from the world. That's the country. That's mm-hmm. country. Yeah. They specifically wanted no one to be a part of their lives. And no one to find them. Yeah, exactly. The kids are homeschooled. Um, There's I don't a even... lot of parallels to Ed Gein. Yeah. Because remember that family moved to the country. Yeah. So we get away from around the city. In women's suits. Yeah. And women were evil. And yeah. Look what happens. Yeah. It usually has a bad ending. That's yeah. true. That's so crazy. I don't even know if they had a phone. Oh, no. They did have a phone. We'll find that out later. <laughs> oh, the devil's. Yeah. Uh, you that's know, uh, pretty wild. The devil's yeah. communication. The yeah. devil's phone. communication methods. Was it cordless? <laughs> hey, we'll. Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> you can't strangle people with a cordless phone. All, no, the, you all can't. the sixes and nines are taken off because that's the mark of the devil. Can't call anything with a six in it. Can't call Boston. Can't call Boston. Six one seven. Fuck you. <laughs> they find the kid whacking off in the bathtub with the phone. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "That's not what it's for." <laughs> but just to, uh, just, that's what your mother's hand is for. <laughs> but just staring at the phone, not even on the phone. Just yeah. like, he, he just, yeah. just, just the technology he's checking off to. <laughs> <laughs> with a picture of his mom's face taped on it yeah yeah he just listens to the dial tone he's, he's <laughs> horny for alexander graham bell <laughs> will ho for bell <laughs> he yanks it to bell yeah. oh. i have not kissed a girl in a romantic way and the boys are he's also so happy about that in order to control their influences it's important we have control over their character and their education. In order to earn privileges, the boys must gain tokens by completing a chore they must then check off on a chart. It also addresses attitudes. Just because the job is done does not mean it's necessarily done in the right way. 
The boys pay 20 tokens to listen to a radio show. It's important to instill in our children that you need to work and not expect to have a handout. The work I have to oh, do okay. is Republican sweep stuff. the porch, yeah. sweep all the downstairs, clear the table. How do they get the, the tokens? Because <laughs> I understand it costs out. 20 tokens. How long does it take to get a token? Like clearing the dishwasher is one token. Like cleaning the sink would be oh my another God. token. So 20 tokens and you can hear a half hour of a radio show. Yeah. And probably it has to be a religious radio it, show. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but that's a good idea. Uh, yeah. yeah. What other radio shows? It's not Howard Stern. Right. Oh, yeah. Because they said, I don't, think my parents, Anthony. I don't think my parents would let me listen to pop. So, yeah, that makes mm. sense. Yeah, that, I'm sure Opie and Anthony oh. is definitely off. Yeah. So the they're just listening to sermons. But that's oh. their treat. Oh, my God. That is that is insane. These like you thought kids, not man. seeing Hocus Pocus was bad. Yeah. <laughs> they, they couldn't see anything. That is crazy. They should have like uh, saved these kids as like the, the you know, the the tech people are filming them they should be like we should save these kids yeah like let's get them out <laughs> it of sounds here dangerous yeah again i don't know how this family gets to that point even of making this deal to be on a reality show i know I that smell is odd. a rat i smell They're full of shit i smell they wanted publicity <laughs> for their um, the band the band yeah. okay but again isn't that evil to seek out publicity from the reality show well world? that but this is also American fundamentalist Christianity in which if you see like those you know gospel guys on the on TV they're totally full of shit yeah they were they're, out for this shit. they're, they're yeah. the most you know you know uh, devout Christians mm. but they have like private jets and you know they're stealing all the money <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah the people who are in charge uh, generally don't give a shit no I mean, that's really what it's about. It's a bunch of hypocrisy yeah. and bullshit. Because like, what's the difference between starring on a reality show and getting to watch a TV show? You know, and, for, and the dad doesn't want handouts, but he's taking ABC's money all day. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't mind that. Right. It, we're doing no work. You cause his work? Get the fuck out of here. It's a fair exchange. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting his kids to work and his family. You can't yeah. date girls, but you can go on TV and make yeah. asses of yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah kids to the world. I think the biggest disservice <laughs> a parent can do to a child is stop them from going out and experiencing life. Not very many people have parents that let you do basically whatever you want. True. Bring it on, girlfriend! I'm kind of a kid at heart. I want to be more of a friend than a, a dad. 40. Okay, now that's a little far. That Yeah, he, there are some viewpoints where you're like, okay, I see that, and then it's like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, you should never admit that you want to be more of a friend. Yeah, than a the, the dad wants to drop acid with his kids. And yeah. stuff. That's that's a little over the line. They do seem like the uh, the type of parents that let their kids drink at home. Yeah, and during high school, because they were always parents that wanted to be the cool parents. Not mine. Yeah, not mine either. <laughs> <laughs> they were too busy drinking at home themselves. They didn't want yeah. <laughs> anyone ruining their party. Sometimes the idea is, you know, they're safer if they're going to be drinking anyway. Yeah, That's they'll be the drinking yeah. under our roof. Yeah, but there's always some kid that sneaks out with a car or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, wraps, wraps it around a telephone pole, <laughs> and then the parents are liable. Yeah, right, they exactly. were drinking at the house. That's yeah, it. there are two types of parents when it comes to people who let you drink at home. The ones that are drinking with you that are like. Woo! We want yeah. to be cool. That's a major turnoff. I always thought that was so gross. Yeah. Um, but there's also like the dad who will let you hang out in the basement <laughs> and throws a 30 rack in the fridge for you. I don't know. <laughs> I Yeah. I think if it's like a dude sing and, and it's like, I don't know. I think if something, I was okay with it. It was uh, a dad used to hang out with us all the time and uh, it was actually a good time. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Did he wear a leather jacket? And have no, a no, no, no. Sports nothing. car? Uh, no, nothing like that. He's just uh, we we hung out in the basement all the time. We would just have beers and stuff. Yeah, with them shit. Yeah. And he had a domesticated deer in the yard you could pet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Long <laughs> and enjoy every day as it comes. That's her thing. She said, we got to enjoy every day as it comes because they said that they want to spoil their kids because they don't know if there's going to be a point in time where they just leave the planet for whatever reason. What? Life is too short. Spoil your kids. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Seize the day. And carpe diem. Carpe diem, motherfucker. Who knows what's going to happen next? Which is crazy because Kathy, the religious mom, says to the party dad, like, what's your problem? Why are you allowing these people to run your house and just party all the time and do their nails, uh, get manicures for $100. You're just wasting money. And he's like, if uh, God wants another angel and it just happens to be me or my wife, I want my kids to remember me in a good way. So it like makes him happy to think that I'm just making my kids happy yeah. because I could die one day and that I don't want them to think like I was an asshole or like super controlling or whatever. Yeah. He's concerned about how people, how his kids look at him and stuff. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And it's really awkward because he's saying it to the woman who gets murdered by her kids. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be the other way around. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot about the outcome of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <And don't kinda laughs> I, I forgot which family. was. Well, I knew it was the Ed Gein family. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure who killed who Yeah, at some point family. when Kyle was telling us, I'm like, wait a second. Maybe the cool dad dies. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> Way to flip this on us. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm excited. The the wives prepare to leave their lives behind. This is the day of the swap. She's bringing a kettle. Taking a very special beef broth, a little part of me to share with the other family. (laughs) I hope that I can bring to this family how to have fun. I remember your principles. It's not hard to show the those religious kids a good time. Yeah. Oh, they love Just it. Just give them a yo-yo. That's already more exciting than they used to. We're at a farm. Oh, God, what was that? Ah, looks like they don't care about the yard a lot. <laughs> yeah so they go through each other's house and it's just like both of them insulting each other's Shell lifestyles shot. judgment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of judgment there comes a time when the cool mom says i got cable tv i got video games and the kids one of the kids starts crying um and she's like she chases him outside and she's like what's the matter he just cried and ran out of the house and he said he was scared to play because his parents told him if he ever played video games or watched TV that he would burn in hell for eternity. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So not only were they just completely taken out of like the real world, they were actually terrified to be a part of it because of their upbringing. It's so crazy to me. Yeah, well, if someone tells you that every day, you're going to go to hell for playing a video game. Yeah. I, you'll, you probably... Or talking to girls. Yeah. Just the most basic kid shit. This this family, it, this is a cry for help. I'm sure this changed the way maybe they started looking. I'm sure you'll tell us that afterwards. But like the screening process, you should not bring in people that are a domestic. The family's in peril. You know, like yeah. you, you, it's unfolding in front of your eyes. Right. So why not throw them on reality TV? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on paper, it sounds great. You have this religious family and you have this kind of partying family. Yeah. Gee, their worlds are going to collide. But if you get into the details and a producer's really looking at this, like, you know, seeing, you know, dollar signs in his eyes. Yeah. They should also know that, you know, it's it's going to be 
the the, the downside is very great. Yeah, they're just hoping to get in and out before uh, anything bad happens. Yeah, it's a cash grab. They, yeah, that's course. all they care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's stir up some drama and get the fuck out of this town. <laughs> but Very they quickly. should have like social workers but then the show wouldn't exist because they'd be just like making that's, people's lives better yeah that's the whole thing with the it's contrast talk show yeah. genre they've right. been doing this since the yeah. 50s too like stirring shit up like this yeah. that's always the risk yeah there was the jenny jones murder but that oh, was the only right. huge thing that resulted. Was from that, an, that another homophobic thing where the yes. guy, the guy was his his friend said, "I have a huge crush on you," and he killed yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, he showed up because um, he didn't know who it was. They just said, "You have a secret admirer." Yeah, and so he thought he was going to show up, and like some hot chick was going to come out, and it was his buddy, and he was so upset about it that uh, he went and killed the guy. Crazy at his apartment after that. Yeah, so Maybe crazy. An episode one day, possibly. But yeah, it's amazing that those kind of things don't happen more often with these kind of setups. Right. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, we totally get how you know these families completely clashed. Eventually, the the strict kids, the kids in the strict family, they were able to eat like Cheetos and stuff, and they were so happy. And the dad was so pissed. Like he was so angry at their enjoyment of like having some junk food. Just so I know the mechanic of this show. So the kids that were like sheltered, mm-hmm. who the which dad did they have during this? It was a it was a swap, but but the mom was allow the the new mom, the cool mom, was yeah. allowing them to eat that, but in front of the crazy Christian dad. Yes. So mm. the dad couldn't do anything about it in these no. rules and parameters. Yeah, there's a certain point in the show where the uh, new moms are allowed to make the rules for the next five days. Gotcha. And the dad cannot intervene at all. Um, and he's just like fucking pu- furious. Yeah. Yeah. She took them out on a date. Uh, two of the brothers were allowed to go and like sit down at a restaurant and like just talk to girls. They were smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. Just like so excited that they even shook hands with a girl. And how old were they uh, around? 19 and 16. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. 19. Yeah. And that was his first experience talk like with a girl ever. He must have been losing his oh mind. My yeah. God. He shakes her hand and he's like <laughs> so excited. Wait, my other question was, uh, is this in the same town? No. Okay. 450 miles apart. 450 Whoa. miles apart. Ohio okay. to Illinois. Okay. So. so so they're going pretty far into other areas. So I'm sure the the cool kids, if you will, quote unquote, um, they're like dealing with this very rural area and they're like fuck this sucks <laughs> yeah well they don't they stay in their own house the only people who swap are the wives oh okay yeah. fuck i i am so okay tied up with this so yeah. the cool mom came to rural ohio and yes. the dad and the kids were staying put it's yes. all on the mom it's all the weight is on the mom all the weight's on the mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> as always that poor yeah. lady that had to Go stay in Ohio. I know. Like that. Yeah, she I'd shows up to their farm. Yeah, they were going to stone her or something. Yeah. <laughs> when she changed the rules, she's like, I've locked up all the healthy food. We are now eating prepared food only. <laughs> <laughs> and the youngest was like, I just hope I don't get sick. Yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't want Chef Boy RD or Valid anything. point. Yeah. yeah. When you're not used to eating that yeah. crap. Right, exactly. I ate nothing but that crap when I was growing <laughs> up. <laughs> My mom burnt the Chef Boy ID ravioli one night. Oof. And because my and dad never was let traveling, her <laughs> <laughs> and she made us dinner, and it's the easiest. She's a great cook, but just didn't feel like it that night. Yeah, she was. And the ravioli was like burnt, <laughs> <laughs> like terrible. Nice, <laughs> but I turned out okay. Yeah. yeah. 
You they end it. up having like a giant blowout. They have like when the whole thing's over, they're allowed like to- a party. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they put a uh, pig in a spit or something. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the opposite. It's they're they're allowed to sit across the table from each other and like discuss their their experience. And the cool couple ends up walking out because um, they were so upset with the other two. And the mom goes, mm. "I enjoyed you, and I enjoyed your kids." To the religious guy, and she just goes, "I don't like you," and then just leaves. <laughs> to, to the guy, to the woman. Oh, to the okay. party mom. Um, no, the party mom said that to them. Gotcha. Oh, she she said I liked the kids. Yeah, and she liked the husband. Yeah, but she doesn't like that Augusta Gein lady. Yes. What's well, her name again? For our kids. That's one area yeah. that. I Catherine. would suggest that okay. you would uh, consider changing. The standard at your house is just about no standard. Oof. Excuse me? I have a hard time believing that they are adults because they don't make their own money. And you think that's and a bad And they thing. are not responsible um, for Yeah, it is actions. a bad thing, actually. I would never allow an unmarried couple to live under my roof. I'm not saying to my kids, go sleep with each other, but I'm not blind enough to think that they don't. Your children are afraid to go on a date because they think that means courting and I have to get married. Well, guess what? Well, it was done the girls the const- weren't pregnant. One of the things that I found out living with Kathy is she's very judgmental. You literally belittled us. Were we disrespectful to you? Samantha was. You basically told her right to her face that she's a moocher because she lives with us. If you have anything more to say about my kids, keep it to yourself. Just trying to get the facts. You don't have a heart. Maybe you screw it up so it ticks all night long. You know what? I'm done. I'm done, too. (laughs) Bye. uh, It was fun. I really enjoyed you and your children, okay? But you? Come on. Get up. I need a cigarette. No wonder they walk around like robots and talk like that. I need a cigarette. Talk about my kids. How dare her? Yeah. So it did not end well. (laughs) (laughs) That was a heated exchange. Yeah. And yet the producers got exactly what they They wanted. They must have loved that. You can see how many quick cuts there are. This this is so heavily edited. Yeah. I I know that all those things were actually said, but how far apart were they? And they just... Cut to everything immediately. Oh, that was obvious. Just rapid fire. Cut up, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Skillful editing. Because the Christian couple didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) They make it look like they were just passively sitting there taking it. Right. So 10 years after that episode aired. uh, When did it air again? Sorry. uh, 2007. Okay. It was season four, episode 14, if people want to check it out. It's on Hulu. So it's available Mm. to still watch. Um, June 15, 2007, a 911 call came in and immediately hung up on the operator. And that probably happens in big cities all the time, and they don't have time to go check it out. But this is rural Ohio. Um, 17, 2017. Yeah. I think you said seven accidentally. Oh, okay. June 15, 2017. Boom. Yeah. So this, since this is rural Ohio, the police actually showed up to the residence, which is crazy. They knocked on the door. The door was open and they saw like a person standing there. So they told them, you know, not to move, come out with your hands up, blah, blah, blah. And they just heard a shotgun blast and the person dropped. So they went in, they found one person laying on the ground that ended up being Jacob who shot himself in the head. And then they found the younger brother, John dead downstairs and the mother dead upstairs, both who were shot by the same shotgun. God. 
Jacob was that he was the second oldest. Okay. Yeah. He was a sixteen year old. Yeah, he was a sixteen year old that went on the date with the, the But at this point well. he was what? Uh so he's twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. Obviously it seems like things didn't change. They said they never got a you know, a full motive as to why he did it, but I think it's pretty obvious that the pressures of that house were just building on top of him. Like he's twenty six years old, he's still not allowed to leave the house. What? Yeah, like they were still living there. Not allowed. Well, I mean, would yeah. would you think that they were allowed? I would think no. Well, you, your entire life, you're built to uh, serve this family. Yeah. And it's like an old way of being in the American. Like, I'm watching the, the show 1883 now. We're <laughs> like, uh, like, it was like the frontier and stuff, you know, where they were, you know, basically just taking land from the Native Americans and just, you know, mm-hmm. having it for themselves. But they, they're like big groups of people would just kind of go and they'd all serve the family and stuff. And I think that's kind of how, what lifestyle they had like a frontier lifestyle, but in like, yeah, the current day, it, it, it doesn't really work. doesn't work. No, they were saying like, they don't know if he would have planned on, cause he's not, ta- he actually survived by the way. He survived the shotgun blast to the head. What? Yes. But they still, they're not getting any answers out of him. He's not talking. The one that ran outside after the woman said, I brought video games. And he's like, my parents told me I'm going to burn in hell. He's oh, the one okay. that shot snapped. Them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's like the true believer one. Did, yeah. did the older boy get away? And like, was he okay? So it turns out the oldest son and the dad weren't home. And, and one of the youngest actually wasn't home either. So those three, that's why they didn't know if he planned on killing all of them. Or their theory was that he shot and killed the mother. And the other brother was downstairs and heard it. And tried to call 911 to help his mom. And that's why the phone hung up so quick. Because he shot him and hung the phone up. Oh, fuck. Because he didn't want anyone to come help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really heavy. So, no motive, no nothing. He, they just have a living, like, is he kind of like a vegetable? Is he just kind of like... Um, who, ta- who, who survives a shotgun blast to the head? Yeah, he doesn't look right. <laughs> I, I can imagine he's got half his head is fucking is you know yeah. shrapnel. Yeah, that doesn't make sense how you would survive. That's like uh unbreakable Mr. Glass or something. Yeah. That's what he looks like. What? Now. Yeah. There's no wound. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's Maybe been it's on the other side. Well, that that's his uh, that's his shot. good side. Yeah, yeah. His good side. The other yeah, side that's... is missing. Yeah, it he definitely got hit around the eye area. Maybe but... he just didn't point it well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really bad aim if you can't blow your own head off with, yeah. a, shotgun. with a shotgun. Point well, maybe, blank. you know, the kid didn't, you know, he wasn't great at anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, he finally watched Cable. Is that why he snapped? Yeah. I don't know. He must have just. He saw the Kardashians he, and went he, crazy. He watched an episode of Friends and went ballistic. <laughs> he must have had an interaction with someone or just over time came to realize that what his family was preaching to him was either bullshit or just not for him. And yeah. it, it's not really something that's normal growing up. Some people just, you know, they're trusting. And if, you you know, you go along with that too long and you're trusting, 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 and then you find yourself, you know, 26 years later and you're an insane person that, you know, doesn't know how to relate to the rest of the world, yeah. you're like, oh, fuck, my future is destroyed. Yeah. I was like that when I was a kid. I had to go to Catholic school growing up. And I remember my third grade teacher said, because uh, I asked why... British people drive on the opposite side of the road when we drive on the right side. Because they're stupid. And she said, because we're a Christian nation and we sit at the right hand of the Father, so we drive on the right side of the road. What? And I believed that. And so my brother 
and me were uh, on bikes, and he was on the left side of the road, and I was screaming at him, like, please come to the right side of the road, like, thinking that he was going to be smited by God because yeah. he was on the left side of the road when we're supposed to be on the right side. <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> Third grade. <laughs> this was two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really indoctrinated. Yeah. Oh, I was, and it wasn't until I was maybe in like sixth grade and my dad told me that you don't have to believe in god if you don't want to and my the back of my head fucking exploded yeah i, I never got that talk it. i never got the you know i just i think i was always very skeptical i went to catholic school for a while too and then i just left and went to public school and then i think the changing up of all that stuff i just yeah. you know i just i knew that something was awry there yeah if they get you <laughs> early they can get you to believe yeah anything. i mean i went yeah. to church growing up and i went to ccd class yeah but public school right i believed in it but then there was an age like when i found out santa wasn't real i was like oh, okay so then the also easter bunny also isn't real and okay and then god isn't real yeah <laughs> i just did like a logical start unraveling domino the onion. Effect. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so after he got out of the hospital he was all stitched up and ended up going on trial they originally tried to claim insanity um, which was later revoked, and he did a guilty plea just to, you know, get on with it. And he ended up being sentenced to 30 years in prison with the possibility of parole. And since then, his dad and brothers have said that um, they want him released. They said that they know in their hearts that their mom would forgive him for taking her life and that their brother would forgive them for taking his life, too. Wow. And we already forgive him for doing that, too. Well, that's part of it. If, you, if you're ultra-religious, you got to believe in forgiving and all that stuff. Yeah. He broke up the band. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the real issue here. Yeah. He, they had like 13 more dates to go. For they had their Mumford and Sons. <laughs> the dad's band. like, we need the banjo playing <laughs> yeah. back. They had the busiest summer they would ever have had on books for paid shows. In, it was completely in 2017. Yeah. I'm surprised they weren't on the top oh five uh, billboard. God. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were number six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> six, six, six. Yeah. Hello. Mark the Beast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's a child of Satan. He could, could be. be. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he shouldn't be out. <laughs> he looks really evil. Yeah. He looks disturbed. He I don't looks know like if a, that's because he shot himself in the face, too. But. He looks like a Michael Shannon character. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh -huh. At the end of Bug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying about me. <laughs> or Colin Farrell in makeup. Yeah. yeah. I'm finding one last clip. Did he ever explain himself? No. In court, he didn't say anything. Nope. Kept his mouth shut. This didn't is what I was thinking that day. Nope. He pleaded the fifth. Did he plead anything? Uh, not that I know of. There was a huge hang up on the um, on the case. He was in a mental hospital for three years or two years and then COVID happened. And so they weren't allowed to start the trial, um, which was supposed to start February 2020, which <laughs> did they play any clips? I wonder from the show. In the trial? Oh, I'm sh probably. Yeah. <laughs> that other oh, mom yeah. trashing her. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would be, I'd play that for the defense, oh, yeah. of course. That yeah. would give him lots of sympathy. Like what this lady says about it. She said she's nuts. Yeah. The jury would be like, we're surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah. <laughs> With that I'd love to see Phil Hartman's unfrozen caveman lawyer be the defense attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about Bryn Hartman. No, 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 no. no. <laughs>
<laughs> Another crazy person. Like, I'd like to see Bryn Hartman in that wife swap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been nutty. The religious family comes back to like, she's nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she tried to shoot at us when we were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> she kept making us eat at Boca de Beppo. Yeah. <laughs> I've had so many meatballs in my life. Yeah. They give you the portions are too big. <laughs> too much garlic. Um, <laughs> I like Boca de Beppo for the record. Here's the uh, the uh, details. Okay. Uh, just a preface to the conference. There are going to be some things that I do not have information on based on it's not available at this time. And there are going to be some things related to the investigation that I'm unable to share with you. So from the residents, it was a landline call, not a cell phone call. It was a hang-up call. Um, at that time, after we received the hang-up call, which we do in a number of cases on a daily basis, we responded deputies to the residents. Upon arrival at the residence, multiple times a the day, they do that. That's crazy. Was open. I believe it. Uh, as they approached the house, they seen uh, what they believed to be someone laying on the floor. They gave verbal commands. There was no response. Uh, and at that time, um, there was a gunshot that went off. Uh, mm. After the gunshot went off, they uh, tactically approached the house uh, when some backup arrived and discovered that the suspect, Jacob Stockdale, had uh, attempted suicide and, and shot himself at, uh, when they arrived. Mm. Uh, they also discovered two victims in the home, uh, 54-year-old Catherine Barbara Stockdale and 21-year-old James William Stockdale. Ugh, 21. Both have, uh, were deceased as a result of a gunshot wound. Mm. Uh, the officers show up and hear a live round. Yeah, uh, that is more information scary. Available on the case, we will provide it to well, you. Well, for a town like this, which they probably haven't seen any action in years and years and years, clearly on just a whim of someone calling and hanging up, they're showing up. So yeah. they don't have much else to do in this little podunk town. Right, which is crazy because he said it happens multiple times a day and they always send officers when there's a hang-up call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they must have a big budget and nothing else to do. There. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a constant slow news day over there <laughs> yeah. in Ohio. Yeah, no one's going up in uh, balloons there, I guess. Stark County, no. Ohio. Stark County. Yep. Stark raving mad county, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if anybody is listening to this and you had uh, your sights set on moving to the middle of nowhere so that you could start your own little bluegrass family band. <laughs> Religious cult. And control everything <laughs> yeah. your kids see, say, or do. Think twice. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. There's a movie by the guy that did The Lobster called uh, Dogtooth, uh, and it's about two... Uh, kids uh, that were that grow up not knowing like what the world is basically, mm-hmm. and their dad just controls them. And uh, also in that, not spoiler spoiler alert, um, they, they killed the dad. <laughs> so yeah. Well, now I don't have to see it. Yeah, yeah. great. So parents you saved me time. <laughs> <laughs> I saved you three hours of of, of hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you saw the lobster, you know you're in for a for a, a healthy dose of film there. So nice. Yeah. Well. We'll have to check it out. Or not, because you told us. Check it out at your leisure or don't. Yeah. I don't see myself watching it, but <laughs> Dog Tooth. It's uh it's available for streaming everywhere. Yeah. Not to be confused with Dogville. No. Uh, another healthy dose. Or Dog Town. Or Dogtown and, and Z-Boys. Z-Boys. <laughs> uh, or a year of the dog. Yeah. yeah. 
Don't or what's me. that new dog movie that Sam Elliott? Uh, he loves hates. that movie, right? Uh, <laughs> you mean that piece of shit? Gay cowboys? What's up with that shit? No thanks. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh, Power of the Dog. Power yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm. I don't need any dog movie. I'm fine. Yeah. All dogs <laughs> go to heaven. Yeah. We will be covering that. Yes. At some point soon. Judith Barcy. Yes. Okay. Well. Give a lot of little teaser. Little teaser here <laughs> at the end. Yeah, uh, I hear there's rumors of um, wife swap coming back. Hopefully, they'll figure their things out so that uh, these. Was there an official statement happen. from the wife wife swap TV show? Hell no, no, <laughs> they, they didn't want to touch this. <laughs> I mean, it's a well, decade later. I can't yeah. believe they don't probably have an active Twitter account. So yeah, like I said, it's season four, episode fourteen. It's on Hulu. I was shocked that the episode was still available. Because they want to distance themselves from anything. It's ABC and, you know, Disney. And it's still mm-hmm. on there. It's still on there. Wow. I don't think there's been any big shows that have covered this case. Not well, as far as I know. People are probably afraid of Disney's rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, though. Wow. <laughs> thaw them out. We got a case to kill. Yeah, thaw yeah. Walt Disney. We got we got a case to show him. <laughs> Just put the podcast on his ears after you thaw him out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And word to the wise: if you're gonna try to be on Wife Swap, read the details because you know it might not be what you expect. And if you try to cancel the show, they might uh, threaten to sue you, and then you kill your family. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact set of steps that will happen. Yeah. This doesn't feel as depressing as a lot of our recent episodes. <laughs> a lot of our recent episodes. In a endings. weird way. Yeah. Okay, just because I brought it up, can you play that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will play you out with uh, a clip that we mentioned earlier. Uh, just a reminder, guys, um, we are on Instagram at Death Enter- Entertainment. That is true. We are on Twitter at Dipod2021. We are on YouTube at Death and Entertainment. Yeah. I've actually gotten some uh, email us at deathandentertainment at gmail.com. I've yeah. gotten some calls this past week, people talking to me about different cases and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. So I, you guys should uh, write in and let us know what you think about some of these cases. Uh, maybe things we missed or things that you know that we didn't. Or uh, hot take. Just things that you thought were funny during yeah. the podcast. Yeah, please. We like it all. We like to hear your uh, thoughts. Thoughts and things. Especially the things you liked. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's hear this clip. <laughs> Dork-sided. Not of God. It's not Christians. <laughs> she's not ass if she believed in God. She's not a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> that is from the uh, wife swap competitor trading spouses. Oh, that oh. wasn't wife swap. <laughs> yeah, that was the TLC version. Oh, good. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow, so they ripped him off. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that became a whole genre. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they used to play on the soup. Not a question! Every week. Yeah. Walt, Walt Disney's spinning in his frozen grave right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, everybody, for listening, and Thanks we will for listening. catch you next week. See you later. Goodbye. Not a Christian. You have just heard a true Hollywood murder mystery. I have never seen anything like this before. The movies, Broadway, music, television, all of it. A place that manufactures nightmares. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Good night. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. 